0: Justin Jefferson was placed on IR earlier this morning for the Minnesota Vikings. So on today's show, we're going to be discussing the possibility if the Vikings could end up tanking for one of these quarterbacks in this year's upcoming draft. You got names like J.J. McCarthy, Caleb Williams, obviously the top dog, Drake, May, Shador, like there's a ton of names out there to be kind of breaking them all down here after the Jefferson injury news. Then also going over some trade candidates for the Vikings at the back half of today's show. So make sure you guys tuned in. My name is Patrick Seatman. Welcome to the Vikings now. But before we dive into the latest around Jefferson, we are in a sub battle this week. There is still a football game that is going to be played this Sunday without number 18 on this Vikings unit. Hey, we're in a sub battle with our Bears Now channel. We picked up 54 subs yesterday. They picked up 73. Let's beat them by Sunday. If you guys are new here, hit that sub button. We'll keep you posted with all Jefferson injury news and the latest around the Vikings. Lock us in and subscribe today. Let's kick it to Adam Schefter here. He had the first tweet coming in at 7.53 a.m. He said more about uh, Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson missing at least four games This is when he was breaking the news. But this was an interesting tweet that I wanted to get to from Schefter he said, here is the unspoken issue that could potentially lengthen Justin Jefferson's absence. If the Vikings don't win games and stay competitive, what is Jefferson's incentive to rush back when he did not land the contract he wanted? His absence could, be, could last longer than expected. I agree with Shefty. The fact that the Vikings did not extend Jefferson this offseason, I've been saying it for multiple weeks now, and now I think it even has more kind of a backing behind this take. I think it is one of the worst mistakes that a GM has made because now going in the next season, Jamar Chase is going to get extended. Well, he's going to want to get paid more than him. And now Jefferson could kind of sit back and say, you know what? I'm going to wait until the next offseason and test the market because he knows a team would throw a ton of money at a guy who is off to a great start during this season. I mean, obviously he got shut down a little bit last week, only went for about 30 yards, but he's still leading the league and receiving 571 yards. 16 yards per catch he has been one of the best receivers in the league since he entered and he's only in year four and he's continued to get better and better every season and he is the focal point of this vikings offense and that kind of gets me to this conclusion the season is over like i hate saying it but call a spade a spade the vikings aren't winning any more games without justin jefferson on the field yes they could still go into chicago and get a win but then you got san Fran coming in the next week they're gonna blow the brakes off or blow the doors off you and I just necessarily think the season is over and this could be a very long season for Minnesota Vikings, but I don't think this is the worst thing ever. And yes, it does look, you know, sleek right now and it's not, you know, the best feeling in the world, but, you know, the Vikings have been stuck in this purgatory for a very long time where they're not good enough to compete for Super Bowls, but they're not bad enough to draft a franchise quarterback. I don't necessarily think this is the worst thing in the world considering how stacked this draft class is. If you get one of these young quarterbacks and you pair him up with a franchise left tackle, franchise tight end, franchise wide receiver, and another great wide receiver in Jordan Addison, I don't think it's necessarily the worst thing in the world. And you got Kirk on a one-year deal. So I understand sucks right now, but it could get very fun and a lot, of, a lot more interesting when the offseason hits. And we could be talking about the Vikes, potentially drafting a guy like Drake May, who we we'll get into in here a second. But I do want to show some love to number 18 because he's a competitive SOB And I am too. And it just stinks to not have him on this Vikings team for at least the next four games. And I think potentially for the rest of the season. So make sure you guys show him some love down in the comment section. Type his jersey number. Type those 18s. Show the best weapon in the NFL. Your support down in the comment section. And now coming up next here on the show, we are going to be talking about Caleb Williams and talking about some trade candidates for the Vikings. I think they actually have a lot more guys than people think that could be shipped out. But that's coming up here in a second. But first, I do want to give a huge shout out Two prize picks. I'm super excited to tell you about our new sponsor here at Vikings Now. Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America, and it is the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Go to PrizePicks.com/clns and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. Instead of battling versus thousands of players, including pros and sharks. You just select two or more players, pick more or less than their projected stats, and place your entry. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes Prize the number one daily fantasy sports app. You can actually make some plays on this upcoming weekend. I'm taking the more on Brock Purdy at 236 and a half yards. He just killed the Cowboys. I think he's going to kill the Cleveland Browns this upcoming weekend. Same thing with Tua. He just killed the Giants. Think he's going to kill the Panthers again? Going more on 285 and a half for him as well. Make sure you guys get hooked up with Prize Picks today. Go to prizepickscom CLNS and use code CLNS for first deposit match up to $100. Make sure you guys get hooked up today. So if the draft were to happen tomorrow, right now the Vikings are currently selecting fourth in next year's draft, which is a pretty good spot to be in uh, considering their one in four record. And listen, there's a bunch of good quarterbacks in this year's upcoming draft and having a top five pick could be huge and listen the schedule doesn't get easier for the minnesota vikings especially without justin jefferson the bookmakers out west put uh the bears vikings odds at i think it was uh, about two last time i saw in the vikings favor listen vikings always struggle in chicago i would probably assume they're gonna drop that one the niners there's no chance vikings win that game without jefferson even though the packers just lost to the raiders i could chalk that chalk that up as a loss as well same with the Falcons. I mean, they're playing good football down there in Atlanta right now. That's going to be a tough game. And the Saints, I mean, hey, Saints got a good defense. They might be able to shut this team down. So schedule does not get easier here. And you still got two games against the Lions, who look like a very good football team. Maybe the Vikings are winning three, four, five games this year. And maybe if Jefferson does sit out the year, it could get, a, it could get pretty sleek. But I do want to go over some quarterbacks, potentially that the Vikings could be drafting. And it starts off with the top dog. Yes, it is an outside chance that the Vikings do get Caleb Williams. However, the Bears and the Panthers are probably gonna have the or the Panthers or the Bears are gonna have the first two picks probably in this year's NFL draft. Um, since the Panthers, since they do have the Panthers pick. And hey, maybe if the Vikings lose to the Bears this weekend, I think that might be the best case scenario for this football team because then they would jump the Bears in the draft order. And I know there's an outside chance, but if you could pair him up with Jordan Addison, could be sweet. Here's the guy that I'm most interested in. He's a young Justin Herbert, Drake May. Drake May is fantastic. He is he would be number one undisputed if it wasn't for. The dude uh, to the left of him on your screen, Caleb Williams. And listen, Drake May. I'm a big fan of his game. Big arm, big body, six foot four. I like him. I think he would be sweet pairing him up with Jefferson and the boys here in Minnesota. He is somebody to look out for. The Vikings could somehow get that second pick, but then you kick it to a guy like JJ McCarthy out of Michigan. Uh, I'm a big fan of JJ. Really intellectual player. He's a sneaky good athlete. Great forty time. I'm sure he's going to test well. Um, JJ, good player, one throughout college. Um, I would love for the Vikings to take him if maybe they're sitting through like five to ten. I think he's a good option. And then we kick it to Dion's kid, Shador. And listen, I think he's going to come back for another year of college football to play with Travis Hunter again. He's going to be able to make, you know, a ton of money during NIL. But how sweet would it be to see him in the purple and gold with Justin Jefferson? The Vikings would be one of the most fun teams in the NFL to watch. But my overall conclusion, this draft class is absolutely loaded. Um, listen, this is honestly, like I said at the top of the show, it's not necessarily the worst thing in the world for The Vikings to you know maybe embrace a tank here because of how loaded this draft class is. A ton of good quarterbacks, not the end of the world. Obviously, the season is necessarily over, but you know, just thanks. But I'll ask you guys this question right now Should the Vikings tank? Are you in the camp that the Vikings should tar- start tanking, or do you think they should try to tough this out, win a couple games of the next four, get Jefferson back? I don't know. I'm probably going to be typing my Ys for yeses, but you guys let me know. Why for yes and for no down in the comments section. But now let's dive into it. Some Vikings that could be on the trade block. Listen, we'll go over this pretty fast because, again, trades in the NFL, they're a lot more likely um, nowadays than they were in the past. But, you know, again, not the most likely scenario. But here's six guys that I think could be dealt. Obviously, Kirk Cousins is the Bane one. I mean, you've seen the Jets and Falcons linked to him, but he does have a no trade clause. So it does make it a little sticky. Ezra Cleveland, he's been playing great. A lot of teams could p- potentially be calling about him. I would want the Vikings to keep, keep him. You know, good interior offensive linemen don't come around too often, and the Vikings do have. So uh, Harrison Phillips, uh, he's an interesting one that I think they can move. Another team needs a D-lineman. And it's the Neil Hunter and Marcus Davenport. They're both on expiring deals. Teams love trading for edge rushers at the uh, trade deadline. And then obviously Jordan Hicks, maybe they move him, try to get Ivan Pace and Brian Asamoah some more reps, but also with all these guys and trade block, you're going to want to get more draft capital. Like let's just say the Vikings do somehow win a couple games. They're drafting seventh or eighth. You're going to want to use some of those picks to go trade up and maybe get a guy like a Drake man, get a guy like JJ or whoever it may be, whoever this GM and a uh, head coach fall in love with. So get more draft capital. Stinks, man. Season's necessarily over, but hey, we're going to keep you guys covered no matter what it is. So make sure you guys uh, do give me a follow on Twitter at Pat between about the Vikings all year long, even if this season does get a little uh, get a little depressing. But make sure you guys give me a follow on Twitter, at Pat See you guys next time. Let's go Vikes.